This is the author. 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 Penguin Random House Audio presents. This is the author. This is the author. This is the author. Writing a book is hard. Narrating your audio book is, well, we'll let the author tell you about it. Today in the studio. This is the author, Eddie Izzard. So Eddie. Welcome. It's very good to have you here. Now, tell us about your book. What is the story behind it? What inspired you to write your book? Well, okay. Somebody asked me, "Do you want to do an autobiography?" <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. Now, I say this in my introduction. I thought it's what you do at the end. But actually, I know Michael Palin's done one every ten year chunks, and John Cleese has just done one. So I did not know the rules, but they said do it. <laughs> <laughs> Gun was put to my head. I thought, okay, I'll do one. It's a halfway point. This is my first half of life. You know, Winston Churchill did one. The early years. What was that? That was up to age about twenty-five. I think he wrote that in his, when he was thirty. God, he was a get-ahead type of person. Anyway, Laura Zygman was the woman that I did this with, and she was interviewing me. And I thought, is this an autobiography? Shouldn't I write this? Because I sort of wanted to get myself into using my fingers and you know writing. Because I want to encourage myself to write, even though I'm very slow at getting myself to the machine, to the word processor, to the iPad, and tapping out the stories. So initially, it was an interview type thing, and then I started actually dictating, saying, "So I felt I needed to do this, comma, which was a better way of doing it." Full stop. And Laura put it into the right order. So that's the story behind the book. Make a film about the story. <laughs> no, they won't. Oh right, yes. The second question. Now, was narrating your audio book harder or easier than you expected? Did anything surprise you about the experience? Okay, doing audio books. I'd already done one. I did the book for Lost Christmas, a film which I'm very proud of, and is an audio book. And so that's a great thing. Have a look at it every Christmas because it's a beautiful little thing. The best way to describe it is it's a wonderful life meets Shameless. But I did that, and audio books take longer than you think, especially if you're doing characters in it. And I decided to go off piste as well. So you've got footnotes in the book, and then extra footnotes. Yeah, the audio book you get extra footnotes. Footnotes where I witter on about things. Wittering footnotes. Next question, please. Right. Yes, the next question. So, is there a word or phrase that you realised you didn't know how to pronounce? What is a word? Or phrase? <laughs> yes, I didn't know how to pronounce "frontranspropontons." I didn't know how to pronounce "frontranspropontons." I'd written the word. I'd come up with the word. It's you know it's a very well known word for transpontons, and I just couldn't know how to pronounce it. So hopefully that answers your question. Otherwise, no. Of course I know how to pronounce the words. <laughs> it's a bizarre question. I'm terribly sorry. I get forced to also at gunpoint to ask these questions. Now, next question, Mr. Izzat. What about your generation are you proudest of? Anything specific you're excited for listeners to hear? Can you tell it about us here? Well, it's you know it's kind of in the moment. I suppose you could just read your audio book. I was listening to Keith Richards' audio book, and there is another gentleman who's done it in Keith Richards' voice. Also, Johnny Yep did early chapters, and then Johnny, I think, said, "This is taking forever." Then Johnny had to go and do things. Now, Joe Hurley, who's also a musician, he's done an impression of. 
Keith Richards, which is interesting because you think, this isn't actually Keith. Because Keith is at the beginning. Keith does just the introduction. And Keith actually sounds a bit more together than the impression. You listen to Keith at the beginning and he sounds quite, right, I'm getting this done and, you know, this is it. I hope you like the book. But the impression is slightly more, yes, anyway. <laughs> We were out there, and then we went down. We went down, and thing. This is oh God, what's going on here? It's crazy. Taking <laughs> it, and it's kind of funny because he laughs quite a lot at the stuff that has been written by Keith. But it's as if Keith's laughing at it, but it's not Keith. Anyway, this is me. Hopefully, it's very real and in the room. You could almost be in the Strand, where we are. We're in the Strand. And the Strand means the beach, you see, because this used to be the beach. And next to the Strand is the Embankment. And the Embankment was carved out in the Victorian era. So the Strand means the edge. That was the shore. So where we're recording it right here, which is the old Shell building, boats would have tied up right here in the old days. Anyway. If that answers your question, well, it does in a way, but you went on and on. and Well, you know, I'm allowed to go on. Now, question five is here. Who is your dream narrator, living or dead, if you hadn't done this audiobook by yourself, besides James Earl Jones and Meryl Streep? Have they done a lot of narration? I mean, obviously, very good actors. And by the way, I should mention here, I do Death Star Canteen, where I do a... Look, look, I am your father. You know, one of those noises, which is best done into a teacup. I first did it into a, a carafe. They used to, in the 80s, they sold one type of wine, not in a wine bottle, but in an actual carafe with a kind of lid top. And once you took it over, if you talked into it, I, look, I am your brother's niece. You know, you get a good sound going. This doesn't sound so good because it's there. You need a cup. I'll try it into the coffee cup. Hang on. Look, I am your coffee cup. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> you need a tin can, a bucket. Right, so who is my dream narrator? Mm. Well, anyone, really. Just some bloke. Well, John Hurt has a great voice. Well, there's a lot of great voices out there, aren't there? You want someone who's going, and so then I... Oh, no, Mrs. And then, well, I don't know. John Hurt has a great voice. Doesn't he do some adverts where he comes on and just... Anything that John would say... Say soup, buy soup, it's very good. You know, jam, jam's excellent. Jam made by these guys who used to give you a free thing which was not terribly racially groovy, but now I think they've got rid of it, so it's okay. Yes, buy this jam. So that's the answer to the question. Number six. Number six, yes. Do you have any advice for the next author to narrate their audiobook now that you've finished yours? Yes, my advice to the person is write a book first before you audiobook it. Don't audiobook a book you haven't written, because that's very, very quiet. Finally, an optional question for you. If you listen to audiobooks, what was the last great one you listened to? I listened to a million audiobooks, and now I read out all the audiobooks that I've got on my iPhone. So we've got Great Expectations. We have Mark Billingham's Sleepyhead is there. Uh, a whole bunch of Paul Temple mysteries. We've got Spike Milligner, well-known spelling mistake. That was his joke. Spike was a big influence on me. And all of his books. So it's uh, Hit the My Partner's Downfall. And then there's Rommel, Gunner, Who. And I'm working my way through those. i got a Sharps adventure down there. I'm going through the Dickens' books because I'm going to do Dickens' audiobooks. Charles Dickens' biography by Claire Tomlin. We've got Take Six Girls which is about the Midford girls. And there's one brother as well who's just not in it. 
uh, Wings on My Sleeve, Steve Jobs biography, Team of Rivals by Lincoln, Churchill, the Roy Jenkins biography, Bertie, I just played Bertie, Edward Seventh. So I've got audio book on that biography there. Liars Poker. Tons of them, mate. Nicholas Nickleby in there. The Battle of Austerlitz, one of Napoleon's best. Anthony Beaver, Second World War. Zelda Lagrange, Good Morning, Mr. Mandela. So, yeah, just a few. Russian. Michel Thomas books. If you want to get straight into language, Michel Thomas books are very good. Audio books. But apart from that, nothing. And also, not only listening to books, but I'm going to be doing another audiobook straight away, which is a book called Izard, A Bexel Family Journey. It's an autobiography, and it's by Harold John Michael Izzard, who is my dad. I'm competing with my dad's book. Now, the trick for audiobooks is just leave them on. So you get up in the morning, and if you're washing your face, doing your makeup, as some women and transgender people do, like I do, because you've got to get your makeup right. Otherwise, if it's all on one side, you know, or you've drawn your lips over your eyes, it doesn't work. And people say, not only are you a transvestite, you're a bad transvestite. <laughs> you don't want to be a bad transvestite. Right, that's it. That's all I'm saying. Tune in next time to hear what happens when another author is in the studio. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. <laughs>